Toads by Philip Larkin. Why should I let the toad work squat on my life? Can't I use my wit as a pitchfork and drive the brute off? Six days of the week it soils with its sickening poison. Just for paying a few bills, that's out of proportion. Lots of folk live on their wits. Lecturers, lispers, loozles, loblolly men, louts. They don't end as paupers. Lots of folk live up lanes with fires in a bucket, eat windfalls and tin sardines. They seem to like it. Their nippers have got bare feet. Their unspeakable wives are skinny as whippets. And yet no one actually starves, except, of course, for the deliverant. Many people ask me in my travels throughout the great western region of America, Vespucci land, the north, (coughs) excuse me, who is the most pleasurable delivery gig company to work for? And... When I am asked that question, which is not infrequently, I frequently throw up my hands and kind of look at them with a mixture of perplexion, introspection, and genuflection. Because, frankly, none of them are. I have yet to meet one of these delivery companies that I would allow any member of my family to sleep with, let alone have a cookie and a glass of milk with. They do not meet any of those criteria, period. End of sentencio. Yet, I persist. Why is this? Well, for one one reason and one reason only and now I'm going to tell you the reasons not it's not because I enjoy being abused neglected and mistreated which happens mm, pretty much every night and I'll go into these details later it's not because I really really like to be paid below minimum wage it's not because I get treated like a independent contractor, yet I get paid like I am a pearl diver from 2000 late. What I mean by that is it's nonsensical. I I don't get paid well on any level. So I'm not here for the money, y'all. I'm not a housefrau flitting about in between her wifely duties of cooking, cleaning, and managing the rugrats who just needs some pin money so she can get her nails done, which is, I think, 
pretty much the chauvinist opinion of everybody from that particular driving company that drove out its own CEO because he was a super asshole on down the line. None of these companies are benign. They are all forms of malignant corporate capitalist cornholios as far as I'm concerned because they really say one thing and do another, right? As somebody famous once said, when somebody tells you who they are, believe them, right? And so they demonstrate on a regular basis that they give their workers lip service, which is why we have stood up on our little mousy hind legs and begun to form, if not an association at least, a <coughs> pardon me, group of confederates who are fed the fuck up. We don't get mileage, we don't get per diem, they steal our tips, they're very shady motherfuckers. So I can't recommend any of these guys for you to work from a good conscience. I don't make enough to take care of myself, let alone my family, let alone my vehicle, which is sounding more and more like it's ready to please don't, please don't give up the ghost. The only reason I'm in this, it's not because most of my customers are super cool. Yes, even the ones who I am want to call douchebags, both inside communities of gatedness and out, as well as, <coughs> pardon me again, the wonderful, for the most part, businesses that I pick up food and other products from to deliver, who I've formed relationships with, many of them. Uh, most of them are really hardworking like myself and great people. It's not even because I enjoy driving and driving in traffic and driving in a group of people who should never, ever have been given driver's license, let alone to have given the privilege of seeing or touching the inside of an automobile. No, it is not any of those things. It is because I travel back and forth interstatally and I need a flexible schedule. That is it. If I could pick up dog shit and make the same amount in two states that I reside in currently, in the one state that I'm constantly in, which is limbo, I would do it. You know why? Because picking up dog shit has more dignity than admitting to anyone within a listening distance that you have debased yourself enough to drive for the the companies that I do. Now, if that sounds like I am just giving you a pissy little tale of woe, so be it. I own it. You're right. I could do other things. I could hang glide off the face of the moon if I so choose. So no one's holding anything to my head. Why don't you just go get a job that you love, etc., etc., etc.? Well, you know what? That is a valid point, which I concede. <clears throat> However, the fact remains that there are thousands, if not tens of thousands of us, who really don't have a lot of options for one reason or another and find themselves in the gig economy. 
And I just have a message to the masters of the gig economy, of which I am not in that class. For the most part, it fucking sucks. And you guys are ripping us off and taking advantage of us and then telling us how wonderful it is on the other side. And that, yes, you can have another bop on the head and that we should just smile and be thankful that we are employed at all. Now, I'm not going to get too political at least not at this point, because I don't want to drive anybody away with my pinko, commie, anarchist, syndicalist, deadbeat, dirtbag views, but there needs to be some fucking level playing field out here. Come on. I mean, just because you're a hybrid institution that maybe hasn't 100% completely existed before doesn't mean that you should operate outside of the common bounds of decency. I would never, I would hope, do the kinds of ridiculous things to somebody that I would consider my employee that I have been on the receiving end of and feel like I could walk around the next day with a smile on my face. Uh, it's just insane. And I haven't even gotten into the details of the stuff that I've endured with this particular type of job. And I am an old fart, so I'll just give you a clue because in the future I may dip back into my ancient past when men were women and women <coughs> were women and boys and girls and all that stuff, you know, when there were actual landline telephones in every household and a chick in every pot, uh, when I drove a taxi cab, okay, many moons ago. So I have a reference point and pretty much on every reference point, that job compares way more favorably than anything I'm doing now in the driving angle of the gig economy just hands down and the sad part is it doesn't have to be this way i find it ludicrous that the majority of these companies still can't turn a profit like penis rocket behemoth which is just gobbling up more and more mom and pop and even mid and large sized businesses daily in its efforts to become the giantest parasite of them all. Uh, and it's not making people's lives better, despite how much they're exhorting us to the contrary. So if you like what's happening now, more is coming. Unless you decide that you're going to band together with your neighbor and keep, you know, the... Who's can I offend with my particular descriptor? I don't know. Let's just call them barbarians at the gate. Oh my God. Now I've done it. Uh, at bay, you know, it's just, it's just coming, you know, and it's coming in waves and this is our future people. We're all going to be nothing more than cogs in the gig economy wheel, unless we stand up for ourselves and demand better, treatment on every level and yes i have evidence to back this up which you will definitely be hearing a mouthful of from me so 
Neptune stay. Okay? Toads by Philip Larkin continued. Ah, were I courageous enough to shout, Stuff your pension! But I know, all too well, that's the stuff that dreams are made on. For something sufficiently toad-like squats in me too. Its hunkers are heavy as hard luck and cold as snow and will never allow me to blarney my way of getting the fame and the girl and the money all at one sitting. I don't say one bodies the other, one spiritual truth, but I do say it's hard to lose either when you have both. And when you have nothing, that's how you know you're the deliverant.